the rest of the world at WIOXradio.org or just tell your smart device to play WIOX. Okay, you are listening to WIOX Community Radio, live and local in the Catskill Mountains at 91.3 FM and MTC Cable Channel 20, 107.5 FM on the campus of SUNY Delhi and everywhere at WIOXradio.org on computers or smartphones and also with a radio garden phone app. This is from the forest every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. Talk about a different forest-related topic with Ryan and John. John, how's it going? Going good. How are you? All right. So I was away last week. Yeah. Where were you? I was down in the sunshine state. Yeah. It was the sun shining. And we got lucky. It was sunny and upper 70s, low 80s every day. Every day. Cool. I don't think it was cloudy one day. And um, so swimming, beaches, sand, and came home, and kids went from playing in that to snow. And they didn't care a bit. They didn't care. No, no, I didn't care either. I was glad to be back. Uh, like we were saying before the show, it's nice to have four seasons and four real seasons, you know. It's like you were saying, the, or I was saying, the Adirondacks is the other extreme where you get like two and a half seasons, you know. Right. <laughs> right. Winter starts, or fall starts the second or third week in August up there. Yeah. <laughs> we went to school in the Adirondacks in oh, August, and it was fall. Late fall. I was telling you the story. My freshman year, first semester, I made the mistake. I was going to go back home in three or four weeks for I had to be home for something. So I packed light, thinking I'd grab all my winter stuff on the second trip. And I was really cold. I called home. I remember calling home and talking to my mother and saying how cold I was the second or third week of September there yeah. in the northern Adirondacks without a decent jacket. <laughs> yeah, when I lived in North Carolina... Um, the winter there, it's like perpetual fall, like November-ish, kind of the whole winter. Yeah. You know, and 
And when it rains, it's just kind of damp and cold. But you know, it, it doesn't snow mm-hmm. in eastern North Carolina. Not not western. I can't say what western North Carolina and the mountains is like. I'm sure there's winter somewhere there, depending on your elevation. But um, yeah. So, but here usually we do get a winter. So. If you like snow, it hasn't been maybe like deep snow. Maybe it hasn't been the best in the last few years, but sometimes it is. But anyway, tonight's topic is Christmas trees and wreaths, and we got uh, Mike Porter on. How's it going, Mike? Good. Good. What have you been Good up to? to? Um, I've been cutting some firewood <laughs> and making some wreaths and showing people how to make wreaths and... Cleaning up the mess from making wreaths. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So, what do you do to to make a wreath? Well, first, it, first is find suitable trees to cut. Um, some people that do it on a small scale, they cut limbs off of trees, and I've done as many as two hundred in a season with different groups, like. My kids used to do it as fundraisers in school and Relay for Life for the Cancer Society. We'd do a couple hundred. And you don't cut a few branches. You have to take truckloads of brush. Yeah. So I'd go somewhere and say, I need some greens to make wreaths. So you can trim off that tree. says, no, I think I need the whole tree. Yeah. And uh, what do they say? They, if they're amenable, they say, fine, take the whole tree. Yeah. But if they're not, I say, well, I'm sorry, I, I can't help you trim them because <laughs> right. it's too much. Yeah. Yeah. That but, makes sense. Yeah. Can you use Norway spruce? I tried Norway spruce a few years ago. We had some given to us. John and I went and got it over in Elk Creek that time. And it was, it's pretty, but it doesn't have the the body to stand up in a wreath. Mm. So I, I don't prefer any spruce if I can help it. Okay. Uh, blue spruce is so prickly you you cannot do it without gloves you got to have armored gloves almost yeah they make beautiful wreaths but they don't last long and they're hard to build okay i used blue spruce once uh, twice for a christmas tree that was before i had kids so didn't matter if someone bumped into it there's no one around but it's um i i i don't know if i'm a a wreath cheater but i've found a source of rings that have clamps on them and i have a machine that clamps the greens in it so you just make bundles and put them together and they work good some people wrap with wire um there's other things so i've i watched today getting ready for this i've never seen a kissing ball made and i always think kissing balls are over the top i don't even know what they are oh they're those balls that hang it's like a bunch of greens stuck in okay. a, they're stuck in a styrofoam thing and um they were supposed to be oh what did I write down kissing balls were for good luck for good luck yeah and if you if it was luck if they didn't fall on your head after you made them <laughs> <laughs> yeah but i never i've never made one i've never owned one um i i like a wreath now and then so then what species are you going after if I can get it, almost any fur is good. Yeah. Um, what fur, about white, white fur? Concolor? Uh, I've tried concolor. The needles are a little long and they're a little spindly, but they work good as accents in a in a wreath. Okay. Doug fur, balsam fur, Fraser fur 
are probably the the best and the most common ones to find. Yeah. Balsam's kind of tough to find. Yeah, it is. But every once in a while, if you find it, it makes it. There's one in my backyard that my neighbor owns that maybe someday it'll fall down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> fall yeah. down right around. Uh, yeah. Right around Christmas week, time. Uh, yeah. yeah. I thought we were supposed to take that tree down. Yeah. You know, I let people know that if they have trees that are going to go, and I, I have talked to you guys for when you're working at CFA, that if you find someone that has trees to cut and they're wreath-capable, put it off till Thanksgiving, and I'll go help cut it. Yeah. Um, but the, the firs are, the, are nicest, and it's, it's not just the longevity of the needles, but they smell great. Yeah. The balsam pillows, and you get our whole barn smells like that for weeks. Yeah, that's Christmas. Yeah, it is. Pine is good accent stuff, except I I have Scotch pine, and Scotch pine works really good. That's one of my favorite to work with. Of course, I have that at my place, and I just get a tree cut down, and I drag it up, drag the branches up, and bring them home. Makes a nice wreath. Hmm. I know that. Yeah, white pine's not so. It's a little wispy, but yeah. And then pine cones. If you want to use pine cones, the Scotch pine are nice because they're small. Okay. Uh, the I used white pine once, and there was some pine cones stuck on the branches, and it was like big phallic symbols. Sorry, uh, audience. Oh, really? <laughs> so I said I can't do that anymore. Right, right. But yeah, yeah. it was. Um, it's too bad. There's a yeah. lot of white pine around. Yeah, there is. Yep. But it's good. I, I I have a good time doing it. Yeah. You used to do a wreath making, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. We had 20 people sign up this year. And I'm going to do two <laughs> sessions next year until we get more. No kidding. Yeah. yeah it was 20 people. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. In my little barn, there was four stations, and we cut greens, and they were, it was all ready for the people when they came. It went good. And it wasn't super cold. In fact, it was raining that day. Yeah. So it worked out really well. How long do they stay, um, you know, last before they, you know? Uh, it de- oh, it depends on what you use and how long it was cut. Um, the fur, I've seen people have them still hanging in February with still holding the needles. Yeah. You know, and I cut them as soon, you know, as soon as I can before we, as close to when I build the wreath, so they're pretty fresh. Just like a tree. You know, if you cut it too soon, it's going to dry out. Yeah, we cut ours the weekend following Thanksgiving. Yeah. Yeah. How long does it stay up? And Until after Christmas, a few days. Yeah. A few days. That's it. But I've been better at watering it. That makes a difference. Yeah. Yeah, especially in front of the wood stove. Yeah. The wood stove is a killer, yeah. Also, it scares the crap out of me. I could imagine. Yeah. You ever light up your Christmas tree? Uh, yeah. Afterwards, yeah, you light burned, on fire. It burns in no time. Yeah, I always light yeah, it on we, fire. We it's, burned a couple of them one time, and the kid says, "Whoa!" It's no joke. It is no joke. You would not have time to exit no. the house. No, you wouldn't. I mean, you could exit the house, but that, you're just yeah. taking yourself with. That's like the creosote <laughs> in your stovepipe. If you light that, take the stovepipe outdoors and light that. Yeah. Whew. That's a torch and a half. So uh, when they're done, what do you do with them? You just you, um, take the greens them? out of the metal frames and recycle the metal frames. They're welded, and when you try to bend the tabs back, it doesn't. They break. 
And then if you try to reuse it, then you got to use wire, and it's a pain in the neck. But I put the greens in the woods. Yeah. It's fine woody debris. Right. For the yeah. woods. Yeah. Not coarse woody debris. Right. Yeah. The trunks you. are coarse woody debris. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> yeah. Huh. All right. Anything else on uh, wreaths? Um, what else you got, Mike? Just that they've been around for a long time. The Greeks and Romans used them um, as headdresses for competitions. They were to signify winners and losers, or winners mainly over losers. Um, Christmas wreaths came back from the Persian Empire, which is a long time ago. Don't know how far back, but a long time. Yeah. Um, and the wreath is a symbol of eternity or eternal life because it's, it has no end. Right. So, yeah. How about you, John? You hang a wreath? Oh, every now and then Mike will give me one. I still got to pick mine up. <laughs> if it's still available, he probably gave it away to somebody else. By no, now. it's still hanging on the garage. Okay. Well, when I drop you off tonight, maybe I'll yeah. get it. Jesus, John, you're really great. I mean, you know, Christmas coming up, you know. I, the trees just went up the other day. Yeah. So well, our tree, got, got lights, but no ornaments yeah. on it. Our tree is still growing. I've been playing Christmas music since before Thanksgiving in my house. I won't are allow that. You kidding that. me? I will not allow that. You are, yeah, you are. You'd be called the Grinch at my house. <laughs> 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 now, my only experience with Rees is uh, going on a moose hunt in Maine. I noticed all these uh, balsam fir along all the paper company roads that were hacked off about halfway. I said to my friend, I said, well, must be everybody comes here to grab their Christmas tree on this road. He goes, no, actually, the paper company gets a permit to some company that comes in and picks them all. They only allow the ones that are going to be in the ditches and right off the side of the road that aren't going to make timber and helps keep the roads open. And then they get paid a certain amount for all the tonnage of wreaths of you know four foot balls and further cut there's there's a company in maine somewhere that makes all the wreaths for the national cemetery so maybe that was and they i mean they do like thousands of them right yeah i can only imagine yeah there's yeah you could tell there's a little bit of snow on the ground when they're working because you could see they're all cut off the same level they weren't digging lower (laughs) yeah yeah right but that was my only experience other than making one with mike once yeah yeah can't say ever. It's you know it's a made one. it's kind of fun. It really is. And we don't we don't usually spend much on a tree. We don't spend anything on a tree anymore. If we can't find one that Becky can drill holes and put branches in to make it look good, then we don't get one. <laughs> what do you mean? So how do you how do you get your Christmas tree? Well, we just take stuff that's growing up at our camp. Yeah. And uh, if it comes out okay, good. Yeah. We did get one one year. Uh, at Steve Miller's, another board member. And he said, come on up and cut a tree. So we went up and cut a tree. And we came home, and Jed was home at the time. And we looked around the living room. He says, they don't know where to put it. It was a little bigger than we thought. So I said, let's hang it from the ceiling. So, yeah, so we put a screw eye in the trunk of the tree, a screw eye in the ceiling, and hung it upside down. Jesus. It was really cool. That's pretty cool. It was cool. Huh. Did you get any ornaments on that? Yeah. But the problem is, as the ornaments went on and the lights went on, it just kind of drooped because of the weight. Yeah. So it didn't look as good as when we put it up. Right. And then watering it was terrible. You couldn't do it. <laughs> no, couldn't do it. No. <laughs> and we took it out. You know, we took it down 
from a ladder and carried it out the front door without jiggling it because every needle fell off. It was a spruce. Is that uh, up in Steve's field there? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Up by the power line. That was supposed to be a Christmas tree farm, wasn't it? Yeah, I think they were planted for Christmas trees, and we got we took one of the last ones. I think he still gets a tree up there once in a while, but yeah. yeah. No kidding. Well, that's the uh, the rest of tonight's show. We're talking about Christmas trees, and we haven't talked about Christmas trees, I don't think, in a while. But um, I don't know. When I looked it up. It, it says it started mainly in Germany. I don't know where Livonia is, so don't even ask. Do you know where Livonia is? No, heard of it, but okay. I don't know where it is. Um, cherry and hawthorn were also used. I did not know that. But 30 million trees are harvested in the U.S. annually Wow! for Christmas trees. Yeah. Uh, between 2001 and 07, artificial Christmas trees jumped from 7 million to 17.4 million. But uh, it's still the real thing. It's still outpacing. Yeah. They should be. Yeah. I really should. so. Uh, most common trees are balsam fir, Doug fir, Fraser fir, which is... Basically like the southern version of balsam, right? I think so, yeah. It's very similar. I can't tell the difference, to be honest with you. Noble fir, scotch pine, Virginia pine. That's not the same thing as pitch pine, is it? I don't know. I don't know. And white pine. So, I don't know. Not many people do white pine around here. Do you do white pine? No. No. Well, there's not many white pine around here. Yeah, it's true. That's, you know, it's not something you come across. Not here, yeah. By me, there is. Yeah, a lot of white yeah. pine, but they're kind of, and they're full. they're a little bit wispy to use for I trees. Like, I like that long needle look, personally. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, you look down upon that. Yeah, I just think <laughs> the balsam firs look better. Or yeah. The, yeah. Um, Douglas is what I got this year. Is it? Where'd you get that? Brookside Farm, but they didn't grow it. They wholesaled it for somebody. So. Really? How much are you charging for a tree these days? Sixty bucks. Yeah, well, out of you cut where I am in Accord, Bell's Christmas Tree Farm. It's a whole event there. Uh, 70 bucks. I think it was 70. Wow. But, uh, is that an extra 10 bucks worth the experience with a family? It, it totally is, yeah. 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 You get and you cut your own. Use you your cut, own saw, or are they? Uh, come on. Yeah, I use my own saw. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what the rules were at this place. Oh, yeah, you can bring your own saw. Nice. Yeah, nice. you bring the big, big saw so you didn't have to crawl underneath the thing. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Reach no, under the no, the littlest silky saw. I told you that little silky saw is my favorite saw now. Oh, I don't even use those bigger ones hand anymore. Saw? Yeah. No, I thought I was saying the, the chainsaw, big, the big steel with the thirty-six <laughs> inch. No, bar. Then you don't have to reach in under there and get to. It's like a, get it's like a four, four and a half inch tree. Just make it a six a, inch. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> I don't. There was not one chainsaw there. <laughs> if you did that, you might you might get Brian coming over and being like, "Really? <laughs> just do a chainsaw it. Next right year, now? just do it. <laughs> <laughs> Stand back, kids. Let's got to look at the logistics of cutting this tree down. You get the lean on it. Oh man. No. So, but it's fun. They have they have you know they got the hot whole gift shop there, hot chocolate and everything. It's everything's well manicured. The trees are sheared nicely. Uh, it's beautiful. So, and their last name is Bell, so it kind of makes sense. Jingle bells. <laughs> you know, how about yeah. that? Yeah. But yeah, they were dairy farmers, and uh, now this is really their, what they do wow. full time. Cows went away, and the trees came out. So. Cool. Do they do well with the fur? They would have to have. Fences up for deer. They got deer fences. Yeah, good yeah. point. Yeah, no, there's yeah. there's eight eight foot fences around this 
yeah. whole thing. How many acres? I don't know how many acres it is. It's got to be maybe 15 at least, 20. Because the, the fur are like deer candy. Oh, yeah, and they got all different furs. They got a map showing where all the trees are. Hmm. Uh, they used to have bigger trees, but there's been so much demand the last two years that they can't catch they're it. running out of. Yeah, I mean, it takes a good eight years. I count yeah. the rings on them. Most of yep. the trees are eight years old. So it's a lot of work, though. They're out there pruning all the time during the summer. I yep. see them. They have irrigation. You know, yeah. so there's always something to do. Well, you got to even out the conditions. Otherwise, they don't grow even. Yeah. You, know? and you can't let them too close together because they'll shade each other and they'll have bad slides. But, you know, a tree with a flat side is good up against the wall. Yeah, <laughs> I hear that. My, my wife likes them about yeah. six, you know, just under the ceiling. And not a, we don't like a big tree. Yeah. We'll have a big house anyway. Some people really like big trees. Like my in-laws like a big, fat tree. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt is like that. Yeah? I always remember Christmas Eve at my aunt's house. And there, were, I mean, there was a big family there, so there was a lot of presents to blow it out under that thing, but that tree was big. Huh. Fat. Not tall, just fat bottom. Yeah. And they're heavy huge. when they're that big, too. you got to have a real good stand for them. Because mm. you get a tree that big, it's... I think it was a wire system under the wall. Oh, that, that, would, that would have to be yeah. with some of them, yeah. Um, mine's in a stand, and it's slightly leaning away from the wood stove. That's the way I like it. Yeah, good. <laughs> Sarah's like, it's leaning. I'm like, it's fine. Just a little yeah. bit. Let it lean. Yeah. I don't trust it. Yeah. <laughs> that thing came towards the wood stove. The house is gone. Just gone. So I was talking to a friend today. He lives in Brooklyn, and his his other his friend is a retired fireman. In New York City. He says this time of year, a lot of fire calls for trees burning down, yeah. apartment buildings. Oh, wow. That's what he says. Mostly electrical issues. Yeah. Can you imagine when they used to use candles on Christmas trees? That seems insane. That I don't, does, I, I don't even know how it worked. I don't, I don't want to try it either to find out. <laughs> <laughs> the resin and balsam is really flammable. Yeah. So, wow. yeah, I don't know about that. But uh, let me just go down the line here for a second. Um, the leading Christmas tree producing states. Any ideas? You're looking, man. Yeah. Reading the thing. Mike? I, I already read it. <laughs> I didn't really realize that Oregon would be the leading state on this. I wouldn't think. I didn't think New York was seventh. I would have put us right up there, honestly. Yeah, me too. Well, North I, Carolina? I was surprised. Well, I wasn't surprised about North Carolina huh. because I've seen their Christmas tree farms up near Asheville. They're absolutely gorgeous. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a higher elevation, so they're really, really, really nice trees. Huh. Yep. I haven't really been there. I went to Asheville, but I can't really say yeah. I've been there. And Washington and Oregon, they're just built for evergreens, so they would grow well there. Okay. In the mountains especially. You know, so. I, I would think that the northern, northeastern states aren't on there uh, because we have too much of an opportunity to just go pick our own. Like, you don't see Maine on there. Yeah, right. Or, uh, you know, Vermont, New Hampshire. Everybody's yeah. just going to go in the woods and grab it. That makes yeah. sense. I mean, Maine, it's like, yeah. it's like the tree. Yeah, all of northern New York. <laughs> it's like, you're really going to go buy one? Right. <laughs> I, got, I got six. You can go pick off my property. Yeah. <laughs> right. You ever yeah. uh, pirated one and then got home and realized this is really a crappy tree? Mm -hmm. yeah. Or this was a really crappy idea? <laughs> Why? <laughs> because you ended up. Crossways in the road, stuck in the middle of the winter, 
in college. Yeah. And you, you're, yeah, that was a crappy idea. That's what and, you did? Yeah. When we got back to the dorm with it, we had to hire a tractor to get us out and get back to the dorm. And it was really a terrible tree. So I never did that again, at least not at college. Yeah. Don't ever trust a free tree. I'll just tell you that. It cost me $435. How's that? I got the truck stuck. I walked it first. Someone had an old Christmas tree patch, failed, said, if you want one, just go get it. The tops are still good. I said, okay, free tree. And I walked it first, and it was rock hard. Figured I could drive the truck right up to it. I got the truck up to it, and the truck sunk. <laughs> it was hard enough and froze enough for me to walk on, but not to drive over. And uh, getting out involved another truck and then a tractor. Damn. And then two broken CV joints in the front end of my truck. Oh, like, this is getting a little embarrassing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So don't ever, don't ever get a free tree. Then the second other free tree I got, I didn't think anything of it. I threw it in the back of the truck, started driving home. Car's following me, and all of a sudden the car lights behind me disappear quickly. I look in the mirror, and my tree's gone. And uh, I quickly realized that the tree had blown out of the back of the truck and hit the car behind me. Oh, crap. It was not good. Yeah. Luckily, not good. Luckily, two things saved me. One, I knew the person, and she drove an extremely crappy car, and she didn't care one bit. About... Is that what you told her? You are like, this car's <laughs> 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 Who cares? <laughs> I'll kick it right now. No, no, no. I, I, I was living up to it. I offered to pay, and she said, I don't even... I don't even know which dent would be yours. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. <laughs> I said, okay. Well, you, you definitely have to put the trees in the truck with the trunk facing forward. Well, I learned that. Otherwise, you have a parachute. <laughs> right. I learned that. Yeah. So, okay. uh, yeah, those are the two free trees I've ever gotten. And they almost, one cost me big time, the other one almost cost <laughs> me big time. You know, one of the best things I have in my truck is a spare, like, because you, you use rigging line for, for tree work. But, you know, when you're done with them, they'll last forever. Mm -hmm. Like, they're not even really done, you know, ever, unless you cut them. Those things are made so well, three-strand. You know, yeah, could have just hooked the base to you oh, know, an eyelet or something. I had, no, that's the worst part. I had everything I needed to tie this down. I just chose not. I just thought it was going to be fine. <laughs> throw it in the truck. <laughs> just throw it in the truck. I wasn't going. It was one of those things, yeah. oh, I'm not going far. Well, it doesn't matter how far you go. If it's going to go, it's going to go. So jumping ahead, you really should cover your tree if you're driving it down the road because it does dry out. Yep. And that goes for newly purchased alive trees. You really should be tarped or underneath a cab because yep. they do dry out. They wick away moisture, and uh, that can be bad. Just saying. Mm. Just saying. <laughs> I don't know. That was on my my list uh, tips later on, but um, just it, tie it down or tie it down, you know, so it doesn't hit the guy behind you or girl. But if they have, but if you're gonna not do that, make sure you're driving ahead of someone who's got a really crappy car. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She was more concerned about her dog. She slammed on the brakes. The dog was in the front seat, and I said, "Shit, bless you." No, I shouldn't laugh at all. No. <laughs> she was pretty upset about that. So the should... dog seemed fine to me. but <laughs> You know that's common where they're going to mandate like seatbelts for dogs. Don't say it. Don't yeah. say it. <laughs> right. So it can take as many as 15 years to grow a seven-foot tree, or as little as four years. Average is about seven. 
So for every tree harvested, three are planted. And uh, if you're just tuning in, you're listening to From the Forest Tonight's topic is Christmas trees and wreaths. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to From the Forest every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. Talk about a different forest-related topic. Tonight's topic is Christmas trees and wreaths, and we're talking about Christmas trees now. we got Mike Porter in the uh, studio tonight, the uh, president of the Catskill Forest Association. A little more history on the Christmas tree. 
is Thomas Edison's assistant, Edward Johnson. You don't know who Edward Johnson is. No one does. Uh, He had the idea of electric lights on Christmas trees in 1882. Wow. Yeah. Mass produced by 1890, Christmas lights, that is. Chicago Christmas tree, 1913, and the Rockefeller Center tree, which is, I believe, a Norway spruce, 1933. And one more city, city of Boston, receives their tree for free from Nova Scotia every year since 1971 because of the gratitude expressed for relief supplies after a ship explosion. How about that? Hmm. Just some random random facts here, John. I like it. Uh, yeah. You know, I got to watch one of Rockefeller Center's center trees being harvested. Oh, yeah? It was an Oneonta. Oh, wow. Somebody who was um, the groundskeeper or something for Rockefeller Center had a kid going to Delhi Tech. And he came up for the weekend and was driving through Oneonta and out on the back streets by the Country Club Chevrolet said, there's my tree. And he went to the house and he asked the wife if he could take their tree. He says, we have to talk to my husband. So he came home. He says, I, I guess we'll give you $10,000 for it. He says, wow. And they ended up saying, take it. Yeah. And he said, we're going to cut it down anyway. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> price on the Norway's prison. Yeah, because yeah, it would have cost them thousands yeah. a day now. Yeah. So we went up and watched it one day. And, I mean, they they have special, they almost like, bend, you know, steam bend the branches so they don't break. Because they bundle everything up to travel down the road. They lift it out by a crane? Yeah. They wow. a huge crane. It was like an 80-foot tree. And they have a huge crane, and they cut it off the stump and lift it up. And then they have a you know, super long trailer and then they take it to New York. And when they got to New York they actually had a, like an open house and the daughter who in the house there and my great niece got to go to New York and hand out little samples of it, little pieces. So they got to go to Rockefeller center and hand out pieces of that tree. Hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. There was one, uh, yeah, they took one in Gardner uh, a few years back. It's, it's got to be a perfect tree, I would think. Yeah. Right? I mean, the one this you know, year didn't look so nice. I, no? I, I didn't think it did. They put branches in them and everything if they have bad spots. No kidding. Yeah. But two years ago or three years ago, they got one from somewhere up here in the Catskills, and it had, when they got it to New York, there was a saw-wet owl in it. saw-wet yeah. owl is about five inches tall. And it had been bundled up in the tree and all, all, the, way, all the way to New York. So it became a, like a famous owl and got transported back to a rehabber for a little while and yeah. then put back in the wild. But, Probably people protested and stuff. Oh, they might have. I don't know. Uh, but say it, got a, it was like a, a moose for Jessica, the book about the the cow in Vermont that had a, a bull calf moose come, come around and befriend her. Jeez. Yeah. That's pretty of, cool, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be quite the process. Yeah, it, it's amazing. And then the 50,000 lights on them. Oh, really? We can't get 100 lights to light. Uh, yeah, don't get one that blows. <laughs> yeah. They're all LEDs now, I guess. Yeah. Um, that was one of my random facts. Uh, oh, the Grinch Award goes to El Presidente, President Theodore Roosevelt, who banned trees during his presidency, Christmas trees. In the White House? In Teddy. the White House for environmental reasons. Thanks a lot. God, who brought him you back? You believe this guy? Who brought him back? Yeah, who's every next? other president after him before? <laughs> it was just him. It, it was, according to the University of Illinois, where I got this 
this uh, information. It was I think he's the the sole Grinch. Wow. Yeah. Theodore Roosevelt, you know, carrying a big stick and saying no to Christmas trees. What the heck? Anyway. Um, the business of growing trees. 19th century Americans mostly cut trees in nearby forests. So that's what people mostly did. Just probably why they don't have Christmas tree farms in Maine, right, John? I agree. They're still cutting them. Yep. Uh, most come from farms today. Growers plant one to three seedlings for everyone harvested. you got to plan for the future here. 2012, i got some new data here. 46 million trees are planted today across the United States. And most trees obviously require shearing for shaping. At six or seven feet, tree is ready. So six to ten years to grow, like I said before. Have you ever tried to shear a tree? It's it's tricky. Yeah. Yeah. I I'd had a few that I grew to to be Christmas trees when Becky and I first got married. And we did it by hand with like uh the what are they the shears. Yeah. Mm-hmm hedge trimmers and if you don't cut the terminal bud properly you end up with a mess hmm. and if you leave the terminal bud because you don't want it to fork you get a mess and uh i i never got good at it the blue spruce that i planted did well but nothing else did is that but right shearing the trees is amazing gary robson and provina he uses a like a machete almost Puts on chaps and goes through and just kind of whacks them up and down. Has a real sharp blade. And they, he says, I, I do a lot of them in a day. I wonder if that's what they use at Bells. I'm not sure. Because they look like they're almost pruned. Yeah. They look like they're sheared. And they have um, they have pruning clippers that are, have a six-foot bar, kind of like your big chainsaw. And they just kind of go around and prune it. Huh. Yeah, it's, it's tedious work. Yeah, but, it is. You know. So I don't complain sp- about the 70 bucks. Yeah. You screw them up, and they're boughs for wreaths. <laughs> right. True. So um, artificial trees. Ironically, the first artificial tree was developed in the same place that uh, probably created the natural Christmas tree, Germany. 19th century, made of goose feathers and dyed greens. What? <laughs> Terrible. That sounds like a life, fire way life, to happen. Life before plastic. Yes, yeah. life before plastic. Uh, U.S was made um, out of brush bristles and aluminum. I don't know. Even weirder. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Today, made from recycled polyvinyl chloride, PVC. Trees themselves are not recyclable or biodegradable. So, you know, you get them. They last a little while, man. But, you know, you can't recycle them as far as I know. Yeah. I don't know. Usually last more than six years. 80% today are made in China. 10.9 million purchased in 2012. Can you imagine gluing all the little needles on an artificial tree? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> nope. I don't know how they do it. I so. don't either. There's got to be some spray tip. Yeah, yeah. Somehow, yeah. You would think so. 15,000 tree farms across the United States today and 350 million trees growing. This is all 2012, Dad. I couldn't find more recent. About 100,000 people employed. It's a one billion dollar industry, though. Wow. So the average price is about forty one dollars and thirty cents per tree, about seventy to eighty dollars for a real one today. That's probably you cut seventy to eighty. Yeah. What is it to buy a tree in like New York City where they're shipped in from Vermont or Maine or has anyone ever looked at a 
tree lot down I, I there to see what they're. I thought it was a few. Is it 175 maybe? I don't know. I don't know. But, well, no, I don't have no. I have no idea. I don't know. It just got to be, especially now with the cost of fuel stuff. Ooh, it must be terrible. I know you year. can make money doing it because um, yeah. Jack McShay and his son Chris used to do that. Yeah, he used to sell trees in parking lots, and says it's good money. Yeah, I bet because it's a short season. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, I don't know. Um, North American trees used for Christmas trees: uh, Douglas fir. Fraser balsam fir, Guatemala fir. What's you ever seen Guatemala that? fir? I have no idea. We already talked about his noble fir, grand fir. I've always wanted to use grand fir, but I never have. I have no idea what a red fir is. I like white fir. That's a tree I actually recommend planting in the Catskills. It's also known as cun collar, right? Is that the one that smells like oranges? Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a great smelling tree. Uh, apparently, the deer don't browse it. No, they don't eat that. Because it's on my road. And there's no browse on it. Hmm. And if it's not browsed on my road, it's probably good to go. Hmm. You know what I'm saying? What is, <clears throat> do you know what canan fur is? Isn't that some uh, variety close to that? You know, I don't know. I've, I should have looked that up. I read it in a conservation book last year. Someone says plant canan fur. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, browse resistant. It's got to be a cultivar of this. Might be. Should look it up. Because I'm always looking for new stuff that deer don't eat. Because it's getting more difficult. Eastern juniper or red cedar. I don't know about that. Listen, I love red cedar, but as a Christmas tree? That's prickly. That smells great, though. Yeah, I it love does it. smell good. Yeah. Some of it. So, I don't know. The artificial versus real. I remember I got this information. Of course, it's going to be biased one way or the other. So, just to confuse the, the, the dickens out of you, American Christmas Tree Association is an artificial group. Right, they. This is an artificial tree advocate. Uh, yeah, they recommend artificial over the real. They claim healthier for the environment in ten-year period. It's reusable, cheaper, less mess, doesn't need watering, fire retardant, and less carbon footprint based upon driving mileage to pick up tree and bring back. All right, so that's them. And I see Mikey squirming around. <laughs> Jesus, take it easy. All right, the uh, National Christmas Tree Association. They're they're for the. Uh, the real ones. They refute the American Christmas Tree Association. I wonder if they butt heads at like meeting conferences. Yeah, it must be something. They claim uh, it absorbs carbon. It's grown like any other crop. Artificial trees typically last only six to nine years and are thrown away. And then they last a lifetime or more in a landfill. 85% are made in China. Real trees provide jobs, provide ecological services. And, and whatnot. Um, and, and I guess there's a lot people do with them afterwards. Who knew? Indiana, they use them for cover for wildlife. Alabama is used for sand fence. A sand fence. Like a snow fence. Yeah. That's put up in the beach. Who knew? Louisiana, used for a wave break. It's used as mulch throughout the U.S. And in Wisconsin, they used in boilers and paper mill plants. I wonder if they still do that. I don't know. As a fuel? I guess that so. must be, yeah. Used to improve fisheries by dumping into a pond. So you can do this here. Cover for fish. I believe that. That makes sense. Right, John? I don't know. Yeah. No, I know people that do that. They park them on their GPS, and then they can go back with their boat later in the summertime and fish over it. Are you serious? Uh-huh. <laughs> I know guys that do it. Jesus. <laughs> they, they go out with their snowmobile, and they <laughs> dump their tree in the same spot every year, and that's their fishing hole. That's ridiculous. Wow. That's just that's ridiculous. Okay. The yeah. Nature Conservancy recommends using real trees over fake. Uh, cities... Oh, they cite petrochemicals used in making of artificial trees. 
This is like a hot topic. Uh, wildlife habitat, carbon sequestration, erosion control, and Christmas tree farms. How many bird nests are in Christmas trees all summer long? Lots. Yeah. yeah I know the deer use them. You yeah. know, escape the wind and whatnot. Taxes are being paid. Local jobs. Yeah, we said that before. Absolutely. You know, it's, it's a rural land use, I would say. You know, I use extra the old Christmas trees in my house. Um, I have a bunch of bird feeders out back, and I have a nice brush row, but there's not a it's not really good shelter. So, I have the village drop off trees to pick up, and like I got to go home and do it now before it freezes. But I poke holes in the ground, and I put a point on them, and I put them in the ground and make shelters, and it's amazing. What four or five of those trees do in your backyard for the birds? Oh yeah, yeah, it's really, it's good. Then in the spring, you take them to your burn pile and you have this rager of a fire. Nice, yeah. That's gone, what I do. Gone I, in, I wait to burn it. Gone in thirty seconds. Yeah, that's they, fun. You just think about forest fires and what they're like when some of these dead, dying trees. Whew. Yeah, but it works really good, and people feel good that their tree is used after the season because it's only up for a couple of weeks and you can get um two or three months out of them in the out leaving them outdoors right and we got something trapped on off last year it was a near as i can figure it was a spruce i couldn't really tell because the trunk had been painted spray painted green and the branches were painted it was spray painted but it worked okay for the birds because they don't eat it it was really weird to see that thing painted green. Hmm. No kidding. Yeah. Probably the most common tree to find that could be used as a Christmas tree in many areas is Norway spruce. So the deer don't seem to eat yeah. spruce as much. So if you're looking, if you're really cheap and you don't feel like paying anything, uh, balsam fir we have, but it's higher up in elevation. So you're not going to be able to find those too readily. There's a few spots you could, but not really. The Norway spruce, too, when it's small, has a pretty decent shape. Yeah, it's pretty. Where And when it gets bigger, it's just droopy and yeah, unstable. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to From the Forest, and tonight's topic is Christmas trees. There's a choir outside of my house singing Silent Night. For any little thing that's gone wrong, Christmas makes it right. The children are singing Christmas carols and everybody's holding hands. We've got that Christmassy feeling again. Singing joy to the world and here comes Santa Claus. Mama's baking turkey and daddy's making popcorn balls. And sisters hanging mistletoe, there's goodwill to all men. We've got that Christmassy feeling again. There's happiness in my heart with Christmas on its way. With the family all back together again, oh, what a happy day. I hope it snows and the north wind blows. My boy wants a little toy train. We've got that Christmassy feeling again. Joy to the world, and here comes Santa Claus. Mama's baking turkey, 
And daddy's making popcorn balls Sisters hanging mistletoe There's goodwill to all men We've got that Christmassy feeling again Joy to the world And here comes Santa Claus Mama's baking turkey And daddy's making popcorn balls Sisters hanging mistletoe There's goodwill to all men got that Christmassy feeling again. We've got that Christmassy feeling again. One of those guys is Johnny Cash, and this is from The Force every Wednesday, 6 to 7 p.m. Talk about a different Force-related topic. Tonight's topic is Christmas trees and wreaths, and we got Mike Porter in the studio tonight. Ten quick tips for purchasing a tree. They look smaller when they're outside. Yes, they do. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> right? Yeah. So, you know, use yourself as a guide if you didn't bring a tape measure. So far, i got to say, we've been really really hitting it with, with the trees the last few years. I only had to snip off maybe once or twice to... Get it in the door? Um, not the, No, oh. it's bundled. Oh, okay. Yeah, they got a bundler, and they shake it and everything. really helps out. Um, it's 70 bucks, so they do that. Yeah. Um, no, to put the star on. Oh. Yeah, okay. it would be like maybe two inches too high. Yeah. Not a big deal. So, oh, yeah. So uh, browse the tree species. You can go to realchristmastree.org and see which species you want. Or if you go to a U-cut, they usually have a map, or ask the guy there. But um, if you're picking up one, just make sure it's fresh. Look at the needles. Hopefully when you shake it, nothing falls out. Otherwise, you gotta, you're just bringing home a fire hazard, which is not cool. Uh, you can do a test with the needles, you know, see if they break or not. Cover with a tarp um, if you're driving at home. Always recommend this with trees you just um, bought to plant as well. I remember a member's property over near Bloomville, and their tree looked like it died. And I think it did die. And it, it was because when he drove it home from the nursery, just had it flapping in the breeze, and it wicked out moisture. Wow. So something to think about. Uh where else? Oh, where to recycle it afterwards, whether you're using it for habitat or, or whatnot, or burning it for a celebration. I don't know. Think about what you're going to do with the tree afterwards. Watering is really important. About a quart of water per inch is the standard, I guess. Inch in diameter. Inch in diameter at the base. Yeah. 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 If you don't water it, what happens is resin forms on the bottom, and then you're, you're screwed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got a, Here's a... Myth or not, I know last week's show was on myths, but if you, was that last week? Yeah, yeah, Zane and I talked yeah. tree myths. Um, if you get a Christmas tree, you should cut the trunk off about an inch so you have freshly exposed wood. Myth or true? So that it sucks up water better. So in that time that it's harvested to now, it's it's resined up. I would, I would say it's true. I would assume true, but I don't know. Yeah. It sounds logical. You, know, you don't know the answer? No. Oh, come on. Oh, no. <laughs> I thought you were going to hit us with a myth. I was waiting for the punchline. No. I would no. say that's probably true. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it just, it's, it's logical. Yeah. It was like the question last week about snow until the streams are full, not snow until the streams are full. You nailed it. Wait, yeah. what? What? 
What'd you say? I, I hit Zane with one he couldn't figure out. I said, Zane, well, we uh, he were talking wives' tales. I was like, how about this one? It can't snow until the swamps are full or the streams are full, depending <laughs> what? on what, what part of New York you're from. You never heard that? No. Oh, man. It sounds it's it's got to be in every farmer's almanac yeah, ever. Does. Yeah, it won't but, snow until the – yeah. Well, I explained it. I said, well, if you think about it, it's, it's so vegetated all summer long. There's – there's tons and tons of trees out there to yeah millions to transpire every every yeah. watering event we get so the streams are always low well at the same time it's about to snow all the trees lose their leaves so naturally right. the swamps and the yeah. lakes and the streams fill they back recover. up because there's more more water flowing off the hills right it's more correlation it's not well <laughs> now it can't snow streams are up yeah. now it can now it can snow the, yeah you do hear that occasionally though won't snow till the rivers are full. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Gary Mead said it before. I think he said it on this show. I love yeah, stuff we'll like to, that. We'll have to pick him on. Yeah. I, I don't the know. The worst myth I, I ever heard? You know what this one is. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> the squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was at Livingston Manor. We were doing apple trees, and I'm up in the apple tree, you know, and these two guys are on the ground talking to these guys. Yeah, these old guys across that, the road. that yeah. rolled up on and the floor. What did he say? Really. He's just talking. He goes on and on about all this crazy stuff. Finally, what rolls out of his mouth is, yeah, and I haven't seen a lot of, a lot of gray squirrels lately. Must be the red ones just haven't gotten old enough yet. <laughs> and it, he wasn't joking. Oh, no. He, he really thought that. That's wow. what made a gray squirrel. I was up in the tree. I was like, that is awesome. That's a good one. That is a good one. Oh, man. Yeah. That, was, that was free entertainment. That was a good That's day. What that I thought that would was. be free entertainment. Yeah. Serious as hell. Yeah, no one had the heart to tell him. No, what are you gonna do? What What does he do if he sees a black squirrel? That's what I was thinking. I was like, that must really throw him for a loop. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but apparently, another myth is, um, according to the University of Illinois, that plain wor water works just as good or is best. You don't have to do additives or sugar or anything like that in the water. I don't hmm. know. I would never occur yeah. to me to put sugar in the water, but no. Oh, I've heard you put an aspirin tablet. Oh in. yeah, they said the aspirin doesn't do anything either. Yeah. So the plain water just keeps the oxidation from occurring. It's just like the leaves on the trees. Why would why would why would people add aspirin though? Like, what's the? Someone told them to do that. <laughs> <laughs> Probably Bayer Company Bayer, commercial yeah. one time. <laughs> right. The uh... no aspirin can keep your tree alive longer. <laughs> That's good stuff. So it should last about five weeks or so. I hope so, because, you know, I get mine almost right around Thanksgiving. So uh, farm cut trees are, you know, you want to get the freshest ones, like I said before. Uh, they always appear smaller when they're outside. So uh, let's see. I like the U-cut because it's, it's more like a family event. And where to buy. There's Robson's Christmas Tree Farm, which is over by Bloomville. Bovina. 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 Sorry. Yep. And I, if you're in Ulster County, I can't recommend Bell's Christmas Tree enough over an Accord. And if you're closer to Albany, there's Bob's Trees. Bob's yeah. Trees. Bob's Trees. They they advertise on television up there. Oh, yeah? Yep. No kidding. They do. Yep. I know there's a smaller one, Sutton Christmas Tree off of Sampsonville Road, Kerhonkson, but... um. It's getting hard to find trees. I mean, there was so much demand, like I said, the last yeah. two years. There was signs that were put at both of those Christmas trees sold out last year. Wow. I know Cindy Whitney in Roxbury sells trees, and she couldn't get trees this year. She had to go to Agway and 
pay 40 bucks a piece for Christmas trees to sell at her place to keep her customers. Wow. So, oh, I know another one. Uh, Goch's, Goch in uh, Gramsville. He sells Christmas trees. So that's where you can go if you haven't got one yet. Yeah. You haven't got one yet. No, I have one. Oh, you have one. It's it's up. It has lights on it. One ornament. I put one on it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, my, my wife's got the flu, so. You got the elf? So Does he we visit your house yet? No, I don't do that. We will, right. probably. Who knows? Timmy Taco's at my house. Timmy Taco. Well, how do you get Timmy Taco? I have name? no idea. You see what they're doing <laughs> in uh, Scotland? I see these videos. These kids. Ah, oh, it's cruel. You got to look these up when you get home on YouTube. They're really funny. But the kids wake up, and uh, Timmy Taco, the elf there, is sitting on the shelf on their bedroom wall next to him, and their kid's face is drawn on. <laughs> <laughs> and they said, "No, he didn't do it to me, did he?" He must Jimmy be the kid was watching. bad or something. <laughs> no, Jimmy real bad. Taco went all the way to Florida and back. Wow. Really? Oh, yeah. wow! All right. My grand—I was up at my grandson's overnight, and the elf on the shelf there fell off the shelf one day. <laughs> he didn't dare pick it up. You can't touch him. You can't touch him. However, you can touch him if you put cinnamon on him. Oh, is that so it? Timmy Taco smells like cinnamon. <laughs> Yeah. Been picked up a few times. Oh yeah, by accident. They yeah. never touch them on purpose. Who makes these rules? Is there a rule book? I don't Did know. You know? Well, what do you think? The, Saint I Nick, know, the, the big man. I know. Yeah. All right. So that's all the time we have. I'm from the forest, and uh, see you next week. Good night. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thank you, Mike. <laughs> have a good night. Yeah. Oh, the neon lights were flashing, and the icy wind did blow. The water seeped into his shoes and the drizzle turned to snow. His eyes were red, his hopes were dead, and the wine was running low. And the old man came home from the forest. His tears fell on the sidewalk as he stumbled in the street. And faces stopped to stare, but no one stopped to speak. For his castle was a hallway, and the bottle was his friend. And the old man stumbled in from the forest. Up a dark and dingy staircase, the old man made his way. His ragged coat around him as upon his cot he lay And he wondered how it happened that he'd ended up this way Getting lost like a fool in the forest And as he lay there sleeping a vision did appear Upon his mantle shining the face of one so dear She called him by his name And then he heard the joyful sound Of children at their games In an old house on a hillside In some forgotten town